0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Stato Jew podcast hosted by me, Stadow Jew, and my wonderfully exciting co-host, the Enigma, Luke Sherwin. Luke, welcome in.
1: Hello, thank you as always for introducing me
0: so beautifully. It's
1: a pleasure to be here on a lovely, kind of mild Sunday
0: evening. We did get... The, wet, the heating turned down, slightly like I asked for last week. Or oh, <laughs> it was a Wednesday. it Wednesday? I was actually Wednesday I asked for that. It really yeah. wasn't that long ago.
1: And since um, Wednesday, it has been significantly worse.
0: It's true. I mean, of course, the day after I finished my exam, it rains all day. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that was a nice positive exam. It was nice to finish an exam where I didn't feel like I had died during it. So. I uh, I felt pretty good after my exam. I'm now finished university, um, wow. free as a bird with no plans. Look at you! Past September, I do have plans between now <laughs> and September, but September, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> but what about you? Look, how has your last couple of days been?
1: Yeah, chill. I haven't really done an awful lot. I don't think. Went home, as always, on Friday evening, which was lovely. Um, had a chill time. Played some football on Saturday morning without you, R.I.P. Like without me. Um, mm. And then just had a pretty chill some Saturday. Watched Roger Federer last night. He's a, an interesting man at the moment, but I hope he wins the French Open. Will he win the French Open? No, but that's okay. It's fine. And then had a lovely barbecue this afternoon, Joseph, with yourself.
0: Oh, yeah. That's
1: We're friends time.
0: in real life. <laughs>
1: We are. It was a nice time all round. We had a lovely barbecue with a few friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nice great. nice afternoon all round. Buzzing to be here on a Sunday evening to chat about football.
0: And this is obviously quite a big show because um, this is going to be our preview episode before and I'm so excited for the Euros. Before the Euros, we are taking Wednesday off. We've done 13 episodes. I'm pretty sure this is episode 13. It might even be 14. I can't remember. But we've done 13 or 14 episodes of the podcast in the last five or six weeks. So we're taking a night off before the Euros start because the Euros are going to be a pretty intense time for the are. two of us. And before we get into the show where we kind of are going to dive deep into our predictions and where how I think everyone's going to go, I do have a question from Sam Curry now. I must say, this question is a bit idiotic in nature um, yeah. in, in terms of the, the what what he's asking. I think I understand what he means, but at the same time, it's still a bit silly. But we need to respect our, our listeners. And when they ask questions, we will answer them. He asks, so, so. Harry Kane, great goal scorer is the first sentence, so quite broken English. Yeah. Um, does he fit in the England side or is he not versatile enough? That's that's the question. What are your thoughts? Um,
1: I think it's a bit ridiculous. To be fair, he he clearly is fitting in the England team. Like he says, he scores goals. He yep. plays striker where they need him to play. Um, any other striker would, you know, pale in comparison to him. He is quite clearly the best striker. You know, one of the best strikers in the world. Let alone in the England team. Um, and I think he's done it. I mean, England England got to the semi-finals of the World Cup and in qualifying never looked, you know, uncomfortable in a game. Mm. Did well enough in the Nations League, got to the, you know, knockout stages or whatever mm. of that, um, which is fine, which is good in a tournament that ultimately means nothing because they already, you know, knew they were going to qualify for Euro 2020 anyway. Mm. So I think he's, just, yeah, he's been good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, you you said he was uh, on on last on Thursday's show. You said that he was the second best striker in the world, only Lewandowski, and I can't really disagree. Um, yeah. I, I think that maybe the point that Sam's trying to make is that he doesn't he hasn't appeared to have done at the same level at England as, as Spurs, but I don't think you can leave him out. I was funny what you said about Harry Kane scoring goals. It reminds me of a story I have. Um, but i played junior football i played for uh our rangers way back until I was about 16 17 and for a couple of years every easter we would go to crew Alexander. we had like a partnership with with crew alexander in England look at that and we'd, we'd go and play them and we'd play their academy and we'd play another team it would be like a four-day break it was it was it was honestly so good a great trip but at our first, the first year i went i think it was 12 13 something like that and um and we were playing the Crew Academy now. That there's a big difference in, in skill level between our Rangers Juniors and <laughs> the Crew, the Crew Alexander Academy. So I, th- what? I think we lost. I think we lost four or five nil. But anyway, oh. one of the boys scored a goal for Crew, and he runs over to his manager, and his celebration was he ran over to his manager and he went, look. I can score goals. And then, like, <laughs> that was it. So whenever people say he scores goals, I have a I have an image of that wee boy running over to his manager. Love that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, just that. Thought it was a, I thought it was a fun story to bring in to Andrew because, well, quite frankly, Thank you so much. Sam's question requires a short answer. Um Is there anything particular you're looking forward to with the Euros? Obviously, there's. it's a good, like, four-week period are there any games that you're especially looking forward to um over the next coming weeks i think just a lot of the games in group f
1: are very exciting mm. you know a lot of games in group f have potential to be really really good Um, it could be a really good time and because the games are so close together it's it's so exciting because you know you never know what effect one loss could have on a team mm. and i just love tournament football it's exciting it's fun kind of reminds me of, like, the Champions League last year when it restarted again. And it was in short short succession and everything was so close together. And it's just, yeah, it's an exciting time all around. So excited for it. Uh, Excited to see how England do. Excited to see how Denmark do. Those are the two countries I really care about. Um, But, yeah, what about yourself?
0: I think it's been – it's felt like so long since we've had this because, obviously, it has been three years now since we had a – a big international football tournament, and I don't think you can ever beat the coverage that BBC and ITV give during mm-hmm. those tournaments, and like the analysis and all that stuff. I love all that side of the game. I love the analytical side of things, Yeah. and I think that one of the great things about the Euros is you'd you watch matches that you would never watch normally, like for example. I don't, like Czech Republic versus Croatia, for example. Right? I, I don't even know if they're in the same group. I think they are. But they are. If that if that was on a regular international break, it wouldn't be great. But you see during tournament, whenever the fans are all kind of behind the teams and like everybody brings that extra level of atmosphere, I don't think there's anything like it. Um, I think England Scotland's going to be unbelievable. I cannot wait to see England Scotland. I think the atmosphere is <laughs> going to be nuts. Yeah. Um, and Scotland seemed to always turn up against England, so I think that'll be interesting. Seeing how Wales do will be interesting too, I think. Um, You know, their Eric group is difficult as well because Italy and Turkey have all been playing well recently, so they they would do well to get out of that group. Um, But yeah, I think it's going to be a great tournament. I really do. It's going to be really exciting because there'll be fans at every game and all that kind of thing. I think, well, not every. Wait, are they going to be at every game? Actually, that's something I'm not 100% sure. I'm pretty sure they are. I'm not sure. Uh, because they moved some of the fixtures, because if Northern Ireland had got three, we were we were due to play two of our games in Dublin, but sure, they were then moved to Wembley, but... They were. Um, yeah, really looking forward to it. That'll be great. And our main show today is, we're going to go through the tournament predictor. We're going to give our predictions for group placings and then all the respective then, knockout games. So make sure you stick around for that. That's going to be our main show. And we will chat to you all in the outro portion of the show, so see you then. Goodbye. See you then. Yes, the format for this show, everybody. We're doing something a little bit different today. So UEFA have produced a very lovely tournament predictor game... We can call it—I don't know what it's called—but essentially, what it means is me and Luke are going to spend the next hour basically going through how we think this tournament is going to go, right down from the placements in groups, the whole way to the end until we pick a winner. I do not know what Luke thinks. Luke does not know what I think. We are probably going to argue a lot. Um, but if you yourself I, want to get involved, you know, you can get your comments do in the, the- chat. <laughs>
1: I also don't know what I think, Joe. So that's probably
0: a big <laughs> issue as well. Um, so this is going to be a great one. I'm really looking forward to this. A bit more relaxed, a bit less newsy, and a bit more fun. Um, just for wow. a, you know a lovely Sunday night. Um, I've just I've just knocked something off the desk. So and that's how chaotic this stream is going to be. All the
1: predictions so, are going to happen. So, if you it's like, all gone the
0: pop. If you want to join us, drop
1: a message in the chat. Let us know your thoughts on all the different games. Um, be interactive, tell us what you think. Andy loves fun. You yes, love, Andy. Welcome, Andy. Thanks. Thanks for joining. It's nice that you're probably below me right now and listening. Um, but yeah, it should be a good one. We'd love to hear your thoughts. So do you get in touch. Joe, how do we start?
0: Right. I have got I have got it up on the screen. We're going to start from the start, of course, with what is actually a very tough group. Group A, Switzerland, Turkey, Wales and Italy. Italy have an unbelievable unbeaten record. Um, with 20, They've gone 23 games unbeaten. Turkey are doing pretty well themselves. Um, I'm just looking up here when they last lost. Uh, bear well, you, you fill some time when I look this up
1: okay so we have turkey here done well in world cup qualifying so far and um, kind of out of nowhere but absolutely blitz netherlands and um, in qualifying so yeah. we're looking strong as a team a good unit Yilmaz is up top looks a really solid player seems to like a fine wine get better with age and um, Wales, Wales are always an interesting one nobody expected them to do well at euro 2016 and yet you know, they did. They did very well. They came out of the blocks. You know, Hal Robson-Cannoy became a cult hero and everything sure. like that. Um, and then Switzerland are an interesting one. You know, they're nobody's friends. They're nobody's enemies. They're neutral Switzerland. Okay. Uh, and they have Shaqiri, as always, will excite. He'll probably try a few bicycle kicks. He'll score from 40 yards. He's an entertainer. That's cool. Uh, so it's a good It's a good group. It's probably one of the more interesting groups. Okay. Because I, I don't think there's this clear cut, a first and second, um,
0: but there could be. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I think apart from Group F, this is probably the most difficult group to predict because, yeah, I think picking picking someone last in this group is nearly the most difficult thing. Yeah, um, because I think they're all decent sides. Um, I think Italy are obviously the best. I think for I think personally. I would put Italy first. Would you put Italy first in the group? Well, see, it's a weird one because Italy, since they won the World Cup
1: 2006, which seems a really long time ago, Italy haven't reached those heights. You know, it's Mm. been 15 years now and they haven't looked the same since. They've played some decent enough football, but generally they're accepted as a really defensive unit, a team that can defend well together, as the Serie A is in general, but doesn't don't necessarily know too much going forward but under roberto mancini they seem to have changed slightly there's been a slight switch he's changed um some personnel he's brought in a little bit more excitement and he's got i think one of the best win percentages as an italy manager ever at 70 yeah. percent, which is really high that's a very good turnaround and um, so italy are a decent team. Obviously, we saw them quite recently as Northern Ireland played them mm. and they looked a good team in the first half, but we did we did hold our own in the second half yep. and we, at the moment, are playing really bad football. And mm. um, So I think Italy were happy to shut, shut up shop in that game, but if somebody was to go out early, like a turkey and blitz an early goal, who knows what might happen to the Italian team, but they haven't conceded a lot. They're doing well, and it is, it is hard to argue against Italy finishing top of the group.
0: I'll put them top of the group then, I think. I think that's going to be... There we go. Locked in. We've locked it in. Um, wow, wow. This is where it gets really tough
1: <laughs> already. I should say, Joe, to be fair as well, all three of Italy's games are in Rome. Yep. Yep. You know, that is a that's a big factor it's a really strange factor something for euro 2021 which we've never really seen before is games are happening all across europe and countless teams are finding themselves playing all their matches in front of home crowds you yep. see italy all three in rome denmark see all three in copenhagen england see all theirs in in london um, I don't know whether that'll affect too much, but it probably will. It probably will have some sort of effect if there's fans, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, so Italy with three home games effectively, you know they should they should finish okay. After that, I think it gets a bit more difficult. Um, but if you had to go out to win, Joe, who would you pick?
0: My initial reaction is actually the same as Andy's here in chat. Okay, so Andy said Italy first, Turkey second, Switzerland third, and Wales fourth, and he's confident about that. I, My initial reaction was to put Turkey second, Switzerland third, Wales fourth. Um, I don't think Wales have anywhere near the team that they had at 2016. I don't think Gareth Bale is anywhere near the same player that he was. Um, and I do, they do rely on him a lot. Do you would you disagree with me on that? Would you want different placings? Um, no,
1: probably not. I think Wales Wales coming bottom is almost inevitable unless they pull off some form of magic, Mm. and they just don't look the same. You know, they've got older players now playing, they've got some good youth in there, but it's just not the same. The fact that Joe Allen still plays for them and he's been rubbish for us Mm. for quite a while now. Yeah. It's it's a sad indictment for what's happening with them. After that, Turkey are riding high on confidence. Um, Zeki Selic, or however you pronounce his name, um, at fullback, just won the league with Lille alongside Yilmaz as well. Mm-hmm. The two of them will be full of confidence and will hopefully lead that team um, into potential second place. I think Switzerland are the type of team who are always decent but never really outstanding. Yeah, agreed. So I would I would probably go for Turkey next and then Switzerland.
0: Sweet we agree on that. Um very good. Group A done. We've predicted officially Italy first, Turkey second, Switzerland third, and Wales fourth. And now we move on to group B, which consists of Russia, Belgium, Denmark, and Finland. Now, interestingly, as you pointed out, Luke. Denmark play all of their games in Copenhagen. I think that could have an effect. Also, Denmark have a re- really reasonable squad. I think people don't realize just yeah. how good that Denmark squad is.
1: Denmark have a really good record in World Cup qualifying so far. Mm-hmm. I think they've scored fourteen, conceded none, or something like that in mm-hmm. in their first three games. Something along those lines. It is a ridiculous that they they absolutely smacked one of the teams in their in their in their group, um, to inflate the stats. Um, but Denmark have been really good, and playing all three games in Copenhagen is is massive. Um, Russia played two of their games in St. Petersburg. Then the third one is in Copenhagen. And then mm-hmm. Belgium and Finland play in St. Petersburg as well. Um, so it will be an interesting one, because you have two home teams. Um, I think it, it's hard to bet against Belgium finishing top of this group, though, isn't it?
0: Oh, yeah, I think Belgium are probably one of the... So, yeah, so just a bit of a spoiler, I think this is one of the closest Euros in terms of... Like, I don't think you can pick really a, a massive favourite. I think there's many teams in there, Belgium being one of them. So I think yeah. I would agree with you. I think straight away we can put Belgium top of the group. I think unless there's some sort of disaster, um, Belgium are only finishing top. Yeah.
1: Belgium are ranked number one. yep that's that's pretty good they have a a good team aging defense potentially you could argue Alderbarrow, Vermaelen, Vertonghen all relatively old now Mm -hmm. Alderbarrow slightly younger but has been poorer for Tottenham this season Uh, Boyada and Denier are decent but I do think their weakness is potentially their defense although as Jose Font has shown with Lidl this season age and pace aren't all that this game is is made out to be. Forwards, again, I feel like if you looked at this if at Euro 2016, you would see a more impressive forward line. But Batshuai and Benteke both playing for Crystal Palace. You know, it doesn't <laughs> sound as impressive. Mertens is getting on, although the real dra- our bright spark for them is Lukaku, who's had an incredible yep. season. In Hazard will hopefully find some form and then their midfield is ridiculous
0: yeah it's insane like De Bruyne, Telemans
1: the uh, whole lot even Castagne from Leicester you know Thorgan Hazard, uh, Munir, Dennis Pratt, Axel Witzel there's just a lot of really really good players in there yeah Um, and she would back them to do well I feel like Finland coming last is probably inevitable
0: yep. as well. I'm happy to do that straight away as well. Without really much debate either, to be honest with you. Finland Finland are one of those teams that kind of qualified because
1: there's more teams in this tournament. Yep. You know? Um, like they're fine. They they didn't do well to qualify in qualifying in 2016. If they've done a lot better here, they finished second in their group, very far behind Italy. Um so they, they're fine. Timu Pugi is a great player. He is a great player. But I don't think he can fire them th- through. Andy and he says
0: it. he's put a few Belgian players in his fantasy team. Hoping to get a few points in. Uh, easy win, right? <laughs> I think it's probably a safe bet, Andy, to be perfectly honest. Um, you have reminded me. I'll put up a post tomorrow. We're going to do our own fantasy league for the Euros. Um, so if you want to get involved with that, uh, even you podcast listeners, There'll be a link on the Facebook page. You can come join our fantasy group. It's very easy to join. You can join multiple leagues, so it's not like you are committing to one group. It's just you get ranked in a, in a group. So I'll put I'll get that set up tomorrow night at some stage. Um, but yeah, I think I think Belgian players are going to be a safe bet, especially with that group. I think for I think apart from Group C, Group C is a pretty awful group. Um, but with with the group they're in, Belgian players certainly for Group stages will be a safe bet, Andy for sure. And then we have the Russia Denmark debate. Um, as you said, look, Denmark have, have started really strongly World cup qualifying. They smacked Moldova 8-0. Um that was what you were saying about the inflated numbers. I just checked there. They have scored 14, conceded none. You were quite right, sir. Um look at that. I knew my Danes, And and you, you certainly do. And and they do have a far better squad than I think people realise. Some of the players in that Denmark team are not to be laughed at. Kasper Schmeichel and Nets. You've got Christian Eriksen, um, Poulsen up front. You know, I could name more, but I'll let you do it because you are the Danish correspondent with the Stato <laughs> uh, podcast. Yes, I am, that's
1: true. <laughs> Kasper Dolberg is a good player up top. Now he plays for mm. Nice. Um, was young once, isn't so much now. Um, Martin or Brathwaite mm. um, has looked good for Barca when he's played and has also looked good. I love Jonas Vint for Copenhagen. He's a really, really solid player. I've seen him play live in copenhagen right He's a good player and um, so i like him a lot robert scove is is kind of sing, similar as well was playing at copenhagen not at hoffenheim uh, emil hoiberg in there with thomas delaney right two, two really good holding midfielders with christian Eriksen slightly in front is how i expect them to line up in mm. a four uh four two three one you would expect to see ericsson alongside the likes of a paulson who who plays kind of wide striker sometimes mm. Um, and maybe a Jonas Vent up top or Kasper Dolberg. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. But I would back them over Russia, especially with the confidence they've got. Russia are in a weird situation. They don't really have a very good defence. Um, their star centre-back retired. Their keeper, or Akinfeb, um, has retired as well. And mm. so at the back, they're a wee bit weak. Up top, you know, they've got Zuba, who is is decent and was the focal point of their team in qualifying. Um but they concede a lot. They do. Yep. I think they only kept two clean sheets in in qualifying, which isn't great. Um so I, I think I'd back Denmark. I think Russia will probably draw a couple of games, maybe lose maybe lose one um to Belgium. But yeah, I think Denmark finishing second is a safer bet. Denmark yep. against Belgium is probably a better debate. If Belgium were to slip up somewhere against Denmark
0: even, who knows? It could be an interesting one. But there's we'll there, there's, there's definitely a shock there. Like I forgot about Hoberg and Delaney. You know, there's like that that Denmark squad are better than people give them credit for. And I think that I think I think they I think they'll definitely reach the last sixteen. It just depends who they end up facing, which is what's so exciting about this predictor. We won't be hundred percent sure who they face until we get to that. So that'll be Interesting yeah. to see a bit later on.
1: Exactly, and we should we should give a shout out as well to their defense because they've got Andreas Christensen, who's looked mm-hmm. good for Chelsea at times. You've yep. got Westergaard, who at the start of this season for Southampton was scored goals for one. And yep. um, Simon Kier for AC Milan has had a good season as well. Mm-hmm. Good centre backs, even Daniel Vass for Valencia. Valencia haven't been great, but he's a good player. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, Denmark are my you know my home favourites. I love yep. them. And I hope they do really well.
0: Great. Um They could they could be one of the uh, underdog stories of the uh, of the tournament. And there's even Mikey. Welcome in. He just he just wants to say hello. Uh, there you go. Speaking even. specifically
1: to you, there, Jim.
0: Yes, yes. Speaking specifically to me, there, <laughs> Mikey. Hope you're well, bit. Um, group C. We move on to now. Now this is for me the crap. least interesting crap. group. Yeah, Pardon?
1: crap. It's a crap awful. group. This this is the worst hands. Though. Like this is the group I would want Northern Ireland to get in if we had a qualified, if, but we wouldn't have.
0: If if I was to choose any games to tactically miss, it yeah. would be the games in this group. I would maybe watch Netherlands Austria. That might be a decent game, but yeah. apart from that, can I do a quick, very safe North Macedonia bottom of the group?
1: No, I don't think you can. What? Because North Macedonia come into this with a lot more to play for than Ukraine or Austria, I think. I think they have more in them, and they qualified, and that was a big deal for them. They wouldn't yes. necessarily be a good team, but I, I don't think it's as. I think they might finish bottom, but I don't think it's as quick as that. No I think way. you've got to give them some credit, and uh, the manager's done. Okay, he's been in charge for six years now, and um, which is grand. Four wins, two draws in ten games. and um, isn't great. Four wins, two draws, four losses. Isn't great. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I totally. But I think they just—they've just, they've just got something about them, you know. I think I think they're fun. I think they're fun. Mm. I just think Ukraine have less about them. Interesting.
0: Interesting because. I know North Mass really beat Germany, right? That was very recently. I was looking through all the results, and most of the teams they've played have been like Georgia, Kosovo, Kazakhstan. Like they're not playing the better teams. Let's put it that way. You Um, only play
1: what's in front of you, Joe. Yeah, I know. know, The Nations League is set up specifically that way that they play average
0: teams. But for me, for me, there's just. Like Ukraine are better than North Macedonia in my opinion. There's just no, there's no way. I just, I, I, I know the same thing happened with Northern Ireland in 2016. Everybody had Northern Ireland probably did not get through the group, uh, and the Ukraine game was the one that was targeted, and we won that game, yeah. and we went on to the last sixteen.
1: Um, yeah. I, I think, I think North Macedonia will absolutely pivot, and they'll come third. <laughs> do you want me to put them? Do you want me to put them third? I I do want you to put them third. <laughs> I I think watching Ukraine the other night against Northern Ireland again, it's really helpful that we've played these t- some of these teams recently, yeah. that it gives us a good insight. Ukraine looked so dull. Like we we let teams play football at yeah. the moment. We let people have the ball and they didn't really do much. You know they scored from what was terrible defending from us, and then they had a goal disallowed at the end. But other than that, against a against the Northern Ireland team that had Josh McGinnis and Niall McGinn playing, like we were we were dumb, uh, mm. and they didn't look great. I think they still have nightmares about Gareth McCauley. Ukraine, I think they they cry themselves to sleep thinking about that beautiful man. Um, <laughs> I I personally think Ukraine are going to come bottom.
0: Okay, I am going to put. I'm going to ask, ask chat as well, um, if they think Ukraine or North Macedonia will finish bottom of the group. We'll see what responses we get, if any. But um, I'll leave it at third, and I'll put Ukraine fourth for now. Yeah, um,
1: give on yourself, give on yourself.
0: Because I'm a people pleaser. Um, but then even, now, here, even here, Netherlands have not been good. No, they're not. I was. I was going to say this is. This isn't. This isn't uh, an easy Netherlands first, Austria second. Um. So do you Mikey think, says, are you trying to Mikey say, says, he created him, checked, he him through. Exactly. So you've, through.
1: Got, you've got malenko who's terrible. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? Having rethought about it, North Macedonia are going top. They're top of the group. They're going through. They're going to win the Euros. They're going to win the Euros. Oh. And Dev will carry them to glory. will oh. did absolute bits down the right-hand side.
0: He's just, we are, we are Malenko is a step over merchant. That's true. He is a step over merchant. You're absolutely
1: right. The Netherlands are <laughs> weird because they, they've been bad. I would say in World Cup qualifying. Yep. They haven't that's played well. Of, yeah. Their team, their team lacks a lot. I think. Wijnaldum loves to play for the Netherlands. Wijnaldum does really well in yeah. in the lovely orange of the Netherlands. Um, they've got Frankie de Jong to play alongside him and Donny van der Beek. Like That's a really nice midfield. In front of that, though, if Memphis Depay doesn't show up, no one does. Who's there yep. to score goals? Who's there to score goals for the Netherlands if Memphis Depay is not? Luke de Jong, he's not going to do it. Do you know you yep. know all about that, Jim. I do. Sadly. Like, Ma- Malin is young. Quincy Promes, so inconsistent. Anyone who's who's gone to play in in Russia, you know, he's, the, he's that type of player. Quincy Promes, that had prom- promise. <laughs> oh, hey. He had promise nice. at one stage. But he's like a Malcolm who went from Barca And then even a Hulk. Everyone thought Hulk was going to be unbelievable, and then he ended up playing in Russia and never really having the career. promise. is that type of player. Oh, I really struggle to think that Netherlands are going to win. The- I could see Netherlands just drawing all the- every game.
0: Mikey, Mikey makes a fair point. Something I wanted to bring up is that Netherlands have some quality players, though. And do they, they do. They? The problem is that they've never clicked as a team properly for me. Like, they do have an outstanding team, and they're underperforming by a clear mile. A lot of those, a lot of those teams... And I mean, Van Dijk won't be playing, um, but there's a lot of players on that Dutch team, and they really should be doing far better than they actually are. Um I don't know. I, I'm I'm at a loss here. Like, like Austria aren't exactly amazing either. They've got some good players, but they're not exactly like quality. It's difficult for me. It's a toss up. It's it's a it's a heads and tails. I think like a, yeah.
1: I, I'm starting to doubt everything that we've discussed. Uh, like, Austria are not a good team at all. They played England the other night, didn't they? And they looked, they looked okay. Um,
0: yeah i'm so i'm so i'm so lost i think i think i would still put netherlands top and austria yeah. second but like netherlands top on like four or five points yeah like i i don't even know if they get two wins no. um it'll be interesting to see they, they might they might show up um but i think i'm gonna leave it like that uh netherlands top austria second north Macedonia third and ukraine fourth Happy. I'm I'm gonna go out in a limb and say we'll keep it like this, but I'm gonna go out in a limb and say it's gonna be
1: Netherlands top, North Macedonia second. Oh, you're obsessed. Ukraine third, <laughs> and Austria fourth. I've changed my okay. mind on everything. Austria finishes bottom.
0: We'll leave it like that. and we'll laugh at how wrong we are at the end of yeah. the Euros. Now we move on to the more interesting groups again. Thank goodness. Thank you, Lord. Um so group D has is a couple of very spicy ties in there. It does. The group is Scotland, England, Croatia, Czech Republic. Two massive matches for England. England Scotland's always huge. Scotland always show up. Always tough game. But then we also have the replay of the World Cup semi final between England and Croatia. Yeah. Um, I think this group is going to be pretty tight, and I think yeah. Scotland are. I think Scotland might finish third okay yeah fair enough you're absolutely Um, right in saying like like that weird history
1: teacher there's some interesting ties going on here Um, (laughs) and i think i think england i think england should come about it or come out of it top i think croatia croatia should never have beaten england in the world cup yep they shouldn't that was entirely england's fault and then croatia went on to put on a similar type of performance in the final and got absolutely destroyed smashed Croatia are an okay team, but I think England have such depth. Especially playing all their games at Wembley, they love a game at Wembley. They really do. They've got uh, the players on on show for England this this Euro campaign are really exciting. I think Southgate's picked. I think he's picked a good squad. All things considered, there's very few changes I would make. You know, Lingard will probably come in for Trent now anyway. So yep. that argument that people are complaining that he's not in, he'll probably come in. And Mikey says there, especially at right back, you're right. Although, do you know there's a few maybe who could have come in? You know, Cal, Cal Walker, Peters, Armand mm. Sacchi. So you know, a few more out there. Um, but yeah, I think England England will probably end up finishing top. And then I've probably probably got Croatia next, and then Scotland, and then Czech Republic, I think. Yeah, it's a it's a hard one. What do you make of
0: the other three teams, too? I don't think Czech Republic are going to be um, laughed at, but also I don't I don't think they're anywhere near the team that they used to be, you know. Um you know they'd always go to a tournament and give a good performance and do you remember when like Thomas Rosicki played for them and, and all that type of thing? But yeah. let's put it this way, you know, Italy just beat Czech Republic four uh, 0 there at the weekend um Wales beat them 1-0 before you know Wales aren't a great team um but but they drew with Belgium and qualifying 1-1 so you know Czech Republic aren't you know scared of winning but then again in the Nations League they played Scotland twice Scotland beat them both times Scotland beat them 2-1 away from home and 1-0 at home for me I think Scotland will beat Czech Republic again um Actually, let me look up quickly where that game is because that might have an impact on um, how that game goes. But Scotland I do Czech agree. Republic. With... Pardon? Scotland, Czech Republics in Glasgow. Yeah, it's in Glasgow, right? I think Scotland won that game then. Yeah. in Glasgow. I think they won well, that game. Should
1: should give a shout out to Czech Republic. They do have, you know, team of the year quality players in <laughs> Vladimir Kufal um, <laughs> and and Thomas Suchek you know some some solid play. i debated whether or not su deserved to get in Um, they do have some talent but hard to see them doing much i would agree they they're okay they don't really have Matej Vedra up front is not gonna not gonna do bits um yeah you're absolutely right mikey west ham is full of czech roller players i think some of them they'll do well in games for about 10 minutes uh you know in spells they'll do it <laughs> thanks mikey um, but I just I can't see them doing too much. Although in saying that,
0: Scotland are rubbish. Scotland have got some good results recently, though. I know they're rubbish, but you know they're they're going to be entirely carried by Andy Robertson and Scott McTominay. But and um, Kieran Tierney, thank you very much. So apologies, and Shea Adams are potentially up front. You know there are there are a few decent players in that squad. Um, I do think that they're going. To, I do think they'll be Czech Republic, and I think they will finish third. I think really. England should finish top, um, and if they don't finish top, that's a poor performance from them. Croatia still are solid enough that they can get a result over Scotland and Czech Republic. It could be a game that Scotland target for a draw, um, yeah. but I think I do think that Scotland could um, could get a draw against England too, actually, but they would need to be playing their absolute socks off in that game to, to get that kind of result. They, would. Um, they really would. That, that game for me is going to be, apart from apart from the big games of Group F, England-Scotland is one of those games that I'm so excited to watch. I think it's going to be an absolute spectacle. I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it um, should be a good one,
1: to be fair. I'm excited. I'm excited for this group in general. I don't think there's any real dull games in this group because even the Czech Republic-Scotland game, Scotland will have something to play for there. Czech Republic-Croatia will be an interesting game just to see how it pans out. Um, but I do think that's probably how the, the group ends up.
0: Yep. Now we move on to Group E, which actually isn't a bad group either. Poland, Spain, Sweden, Slovakia. Now that's a group that Northern Ireland really should have been in if we hadn't have pooed the bed against Slovakia, um, which has just gotten. I think it would have been. I think mean, we wouldn't. I don't think we would even would have finished third uh, in in that group. But we would I think have uh, top. You're absolutely right. Jim. Uh Exactly. Um, but I think that in this group we've got. Had Zlatan been playing, there would have been that whole like it'll be interesting, you know. You've got some of the best players in the world all in that group. Um, now I personally, and this is on me for having looked it up properly, but I don't know much about Spain and coming into this tournament, and I also don't for some reason see them as favorites. And I don't okay, know if that's wrong, like,
1: I think that's wrong. If you, yeah, I okay, do, fair. they have a young squad you know quality as well mm. you know you've 18 year old pedri of barcelona who's been one of the few sh- you know shining stars for barca this season And at 18 years old a really good player and um, i'll do the like slovakia will finish bottom surely yeah i think so i slovakia, straight fit away they aren't gonna look like much i think they they looked bad against us in in the game that we lost mm. which is just Estimate how bad we've been. Um, outside of uh, Spain, have good defence now as well. I'm Eric. He's Eric Laporte. Sorry, um, I'm not. Um, he has looked really good alongside Paul Torres of Villarreal, who we got to watch in the Europa League final. What a delight that game was. Okay. Um, <laughs> they're they're good players with Jordi Alba, you know, on the left. Um, and you know, a couple of players who can play on the right potentially. And um, I'm not sure who Luis Enrique will start. And then youth going forward, I expect to see Ferran Torres have a decent enough tournament. Um, and just, yeah, I think Spain should have enough about them, enough almost experience about the park to just carry them through. Because you look at the other teams there, the other two teams are effectively just just strikers. Yeah. You know, there's Latan and Lewandowski. Zlatan's not even it. playing. Is he not? I thought he got a recall to the Euros. I thought he got injured. Did he not? Oh, maybe he got injured. I'm not sure actually. He got. He definitely got recalled to the squad, but I'm not sure if he's injured or not. Actually, it's my bad. Um, let me let me see. He's not. He's not playing. Oh uh, well, that is. That's bad. I, Isaac yes. or Isaac. Shout out to Isaac on Joe, Joe MCC plays. Um, but for Sweden, Isaac is only the, is is a good player as up front. He's had a good season, um this year. But still, I still can't see much from Sweden. I would expect Lewandowski to pull them through and get a second place finish.
0: And look, Poland also aren't massively inspiring performance wise. No, they they kind of look to get the ball to Lewandowski and see if he can score a goal. Um, You know, we gave we gave them a a really decent game for twenty sixteen euros. Um, and they didn't look like much. Um, I, I think, I think, I, I, when I said favorites for Spain, I thought they were I thought they would win the group. Um, but I think, I think you're right. I think it'll be Spain and then Poland. And then actually, it could be closer between Sweden and Slovakia than we think. Um,
1: Although, I've seen a few, I have seen a few different people touting Sweden to be one of the potential, you know, dark horses in, in mm. the Euros. Um, they haven't done well in nations league but apparently defensively they seem to be all right i don't know too much about them um i know i i don't agree with with these people to be fair i think poland have, poland have the best striker in the world in their team yeah and whether the rest of the team's that good or not he makes all the difference. He's the one who gets the chances. And we've seen for Bayern countless times, he will score from absolutely nowhere. Yep. Like, he'll get it on the edge of the box when there's four defenders in front of him and he'll find the bottom left corner because he knows where the goal is. Yeah. He's a good player. He reminds me of myself. No, I'm joking.
0: He reminds me of you as well. So, same wavelength. So true. Finally, we're in the group of death.
1: No, oh, my days per hungary
0: but you see you say that but then in my head i'm going what if hungary managed to get a win against one of these teams and they then don't. they draw and then we finished
1: they finished finish bottom straight away yeah 100 like to bet against either of those other three teams who Just a lot of people are saying portugal or france will win the whole
0: thing I think I think England have a real chance, but we'll we'll talk about that later on. Well, so anyway, for, a, a lot of people are people, saying
1: those two you win the whole thing. Yeah. So to say either of those finished below Hungary is is probably ridiculous. Look, well, France haven't it, been great World Cup qualifying.
0: Well, I was I was thinking more of the perspective of those big teams are all playing each other. What if Hungary steal a win against a weakened one of the teams and then actually end up finishing above one of them because there's just so yeah. many good teams in that group. But obviously, if you're going to go predictions, Hungary go bottom. Um, for, the other, for people who aren't aware, Group F is Portugal, France, Germany, and Hungary, right? So it's like three of the best teams in the world in the same group, which means that anytime time there's a, a match week or a game week, My Wi-Fi just cut out there. Um,
1: yeah, I wasn't I sure should, if it was you or me. So that, that, would, that be. would be an enjoyable, confused look on my face as I wait.
0: Nice. Um, so I'll, I'll repeat that because it might have been lost. So every match week, there's going to be a really, really important game in this group between two of the best teams in the world. And we have the yeah. difficult job of deciding what order we put Portugal, France and Germany, because it's going to be so difficult. This is the the most difficult decision Potentially, we have to make a, the entire thing.
1: Yeah, I I hate Portugal personally, but I do think they'll do very well. Like Ronaldo, loves the Euros. Mm-hmm. Diogo Jota is fun, you know. Bernardo Silva is a league winner. Andre Silva, backup striker, has been playing really well. João Felix is an exciting young player, and then they've got the B Tech Ronaldo bruno fernandez they they're an exciting team with a good squad and i think they finish either first or second i agree i'd, I'd love for them not to i'm not gonna lie no. it's really hard to write off germany but germany are 12th in the world at the moment do you know, they're not in their heyday Whack, or love the man he's yeah. leaving and after this tournament so will he want to go out to the buying absolutely but will he be able to achieve it maybe not
0: i my first reaction was germany third okay. um i think that's fair because i think obviously france are the current world champions so you can't really go against them they do have some unbelievable players in that squad so for me i think germany go third and then we have the portugal france debate yeah. um, Oh, it's this is this is so difficult Cause I it I was going to say it doesn't matter it does matter because it matters for the knockout games it does and so oh this is so difficult in a game between Portugal and France who do you think wins only well, I, mean, I think it's going to I think it would be a draw but who, like who who do you think will perform better
1: I think France
0: even Portugal
1: yeah. won the Euros they didn't play necessarily that well.
0: Yeah, Mike's with us as well. Not hard to see past France. France is a quality squad. Yeah. Kante, Mbappe, Pogba. Nah, don't put Pogba uh, in the
1: same conversation, please. Don't you dare put Paul Pogba in the same conversation as Kante and Mbappe. Pogba has been an absolute fraud this season. He's 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 still world class though. I don't agree. I would I would rather have Mason Mount in my team than Paul Pogba. Fair. That's fair. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call Mason Mount world class. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: That's crap. Mason, Mason Mount's very good. I was having this debate with my brother the other day because we were chatting about this. I just Pogba has not been the same player he was at Juventus, and he's he shown glimpses of it at times, but just lacks consistency. Mm. And I think
0: he, it, plays he his always. Best stuff for France. Lou. Sorry. He plays his best stuff for France, Lou.
1: He does. He does. But I. I don't know. I'd rather play Kante, Taliso, and Rabio, I think with Paul Pogba being a backup, but he's had a, he has had a better season. But has anybody really mentioned Pogba's season? No, not
0: at all. <laughs> he didn't feature either of our team of the seasons. If you haven't watched that right. video or listened to the podcast, go back listen to, listen to that now. He wasn't even that an one. option.
1: You know, he wasn't even an option. Not uh, even mentioned.
0: But we've picked our our, our six group
1: finishes now. Ooh.
0: Do want to go through them again one more time just for people to just to refresh everyone, for podcast listeners even, just to refresh them what we'd gone for? Absolutely. So Group A, we went Italy first, Turkey second, Switzerland third, and Wales fourth. Group B, we went Belgium first, Denmark second, Russia third, and Finland fourth. Group C, we went for Netherlands first, Austria second, North Macedonia third and Ukraine fourth. Group D: England first, Croatia second, Scotland third, and Czech Republic fourth. Group E: Spain first, Poland second, Sweden third, and Slovakia fourth. And finally, Group F: France first, Portugal second, Germany third, and Hungary fourth. Um, if you disagree, let us know. Write in. Let us you know. Get get your messages in. Let us know if you disagree with us. We would love to hear from you, of course. But now our job is to pick the four best third-place teams because the Euros obviously work in that you have a far greater chance of getting knockouts than you do of actually going home after the group stages. Um, and I'm just going to go very, very quickly and pick Germany straight away. As I, the best
1: disagree. Third I disagree. Oh, my. Because I think they'll win one game and that's it.
0: Yeah, but that's all you need. Northern Ireland only won one game when they got through.
1: Yeah, but I would back any of these other teams to potentially get a win and maybe a draw too.
0: Oh, I thought I think Germany have to go through.
1: But they're playing against Portugal and France. You look at the likes of Russia. You know, you'd back them to get a win against Finland and maybe a draw against Denmark or Belgium. This is so difficult. <laughs> more than you would more than you would back Germany to get anything against Portugal or France. As good as Germany are at times. I don't think i I think you're right in thinking that they should but in reality their group is the hardest
0: but it's also the easiest to get a win like Hungary, are, Hungary well, or are Germany not lost my
1: beloved north macedonia just the other <laughs> I I think Sweden are more likely than Germany that would be my, like they would be my first pick i think would be Sweden
0: so i was thinking Based on the conversation that we had, that do you remember we we really struggled with? Let me think of the groups again. Um, we thought that Switzerland and Russia could potentially be tight as well as to who we pick. Yeah. For, for those, I would be comfortable to put Switzerland as one of the four best place for four best third place teams as well. Yeah. Um. Just based on their or group,
1: you, as long as you're putting North Macedonia through. No.
0: Really? The guy I am.
1: But we've got them to finish third. That means they're probably gonna win a game.
0: Not necessarily. I think they would. I think they will. So you would put North Macedonia three over Germany.
1: Just based on yeah, nothing to do with the teams like in general it's to do with where they are in the in
0: the tournament. See I because I think Scotland go above North Macedonia.
1: I think Scotland will beat Scotland might beat Czech Republic. It might not as well. This is actually really tough, isn't it? Really difficult. Really difficult. I think we we should probably put Germany through. I don't really want to, but we probably should.
0: No, we don't have to because we we could go with that logic that you've and I. I kind of agree with you to the extent we can go with the logic of it's going to be very difficult for them to get points in the other games. Um, they might not need to. Well, that is something I want to put out there that they might not need to. They might really need the one win, and that's fine. Yeah. But we, I said earlier on that I could see Scotland beating Czech Republic and getting a draw in either the Croatia or England game. Yeah. And so yeah. I think I think Scotland, I think
1: Scotland are deep. Like I don't I don't think Russia are going to do. Nope. It. So I think it then becomes four of the other five, and I want to put my North Macedonia through, uh, but it could get like, points no, against North austria and ukraine yeah austria and ukraine i backed them to get something almost more than i backed switzerland against turkey and wales
0: because i could see wales you know even getting a draw um, oh, flip. this is a nightmare this is this is the most difficult prediction i think i've ever had to think about because i'm looking at the teams you have there and that's a really good third place lineup if well. it's me i'm picking the bottom four Okay, interesting. So you, so you would go.
1: This? I would go North Macedonia, Scotland, Sweden, and Germany.
0: Hmm.
1: Oh. If you, I've made a few of the decisions so far. So if you want to take North Macedonia out and put Switzerland in, that's fair enough.
0: I think that's what I, that's personally what I would do because I think I think Switzerland could get a result against Turkey. Like a draw against okay. Turkey.
1: Yeah. Do it, take North Macedonia out. But when North Macedonia win the Euros, I'll be laughing.
0: That's fine, I'll just um, delete my page. Um, Great. Yes.
1: perfect, there's a If North Macedonia win the Euros, Stado Jim is no more.
0: No more, it'll actually be, <laughs> I'll actually be rebranded to Stado Luke, and uh, and you'll, you'll you'll rob the page and I'll not, not be involved. I'm um, actually all
1: right with that. I think we'll pass it on to Mikey or something. It's fine,
0: right. Stado Mikey works just as well. Um, Yeah, we'll we'll lock that in. So for podcast listeners, we've decided upon our four best third place teams to go into the last 16 are going to be Switzerland, Scotland, Sweden, and Germany. So we've got a pretty strong last 16 lineup. Let's get straight into the knockout stage. Here we go. Okay. First game of the round of 16, Belgium versus Sweden. Who wins that game?
1: Belgium wins that game.
0: Belgium win that game. That's an easy one. I don't think we have to debate on that. No. Belgium. Italy versus Austria. Italy. Italy win win that game. Oh, my days. France versus Switzerland. France France win that game. Yeah. Croatia-Poland. This is a tighter game.
1: That is a tighter game. Oh, I really don't know. Joe, I'm going to do something really unprofessional here, and I can't think straight because I really need to pee, so okay. I'm going to go disappear and pee, so you can talk them through the rest of these, or even just that game while
0: I'll I do. talk that game. Okay, so Croatia-Poland's going to be a really interesting one, mainly because Croatia are not the same team that they were at the 2018 World Cup, and Poland probably have a better reputation than they deserve, in my opinion, purely based on Lewandowski. Um, we saw 2016 Euros, I mentioned this earlier on Northern Ireland played Poland and really Poland didn't do much um, they got that one goal and that was about it um, and we mentioned earlier that Croatia really got further on than they, they probably deserved um, in, in the World Cup they should never have been in England and, and that showed in the World Cup final they were totally outclassed for me personally I think croatia would win this game um but it's one of those ones that's kind of it's kind of difficult to know you know it's it it could go either way honestly i could toss a coin and give you the answer um but personally for me i think i would go croatia i don't know i don't think luke would disagree with that to be honest i think um putting croatia through seems like the most logically sound uh thing to be doing um, which would also set up a really interesting quarter final between France and Croatia which of course is a, a rerun of the World Cup final so i'm i've locked in Croatia look i said I didn't, think, I didn't think you'd disagree with me on that to be honest
1: um, no, i don't think i will disagree with
0: you on that either okay so we move on to the next game Spain Scotland not a difficult one for me that's spain every day of the week really it is sweet Spain, England, Portugal. This is the issue. England have to play the runners-up of Group F, okay? So even though England are one of the favourites, England are going to have a horrendous run. England play Portugal. Portugal win, in my opinion. I don't think it's clear-cut. I think
1: England, if they have a full-strength squad, will do well to nullify the attack attacking wise i also back harry kane but it's really not an easy game at all to predict in my word (laughs) oh i i want to say england because you know it's going home and all that yeah Yeah. is it sensible probably not
0: although is this game is this game at wembley as well let me just check that um Last 16 euro locations. It's, um, it's in Wembley, yeah. Okay, so if that was at Wembley, that could have an impact. In fact, that could have a massive impact.
1: Yeah. I think because of Wembley, that swings it towards England.
0: Oh, I still, ah. Oh. I'm happy to go with England because I would like to see England do well. Um, yeah. It is. Uh, do we just flip a coin? Uh, let's go, England. Let's go, England. Let, let's go, England. It's coming home, folks. But be very aware that also it could easily, very easily be Portugal. Uh, Netherlands, yeah. Germany. That's oh, Frig me. These last 16 games are on real, apart from that last one. but... Um, oh, they'll be good as well. Netherlands, Germany. What are, you, what are your thoughts?
1: I, I think Germany probably have enough to to do it. I think yeah. they've got a more complete squad than the Netherlands.
0: Isn't it mad that that's Netherlands are the first place team in this game and Germany are the third place team? Yeah. Um, it is you nuts. know,
1: should be North Macedonia, but
0: it's fine. So we're saying Germany for that, and then Turkey, Denmark. It's two informed teams. Yeah. At the moment. Might
1: not be at the time. I I would want to go with Denmark because I think again they have a slightly more complete squad yep. than than Turkey do.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. I would go Denmark as well, personally. Um Bye. for all the reasons we saw what before. So we're gonna send Denmark through the quarterfinals. And now we're on to the quarterfinals. Our first game, these quarterfinals are nuts, by the way. They Belgium, so exciting. Belgium versus Italy. Oh my wow. days!
1: I can't even call that. <laughs> I, I think Belgium have enough to nip it. Oh, Italy have enough twenty three games. No, they haven't. But Belgium have a decent enough attack, and they play oh. good football. I just don't see it. No, Belgium's defense is not that <laughs> good. Oh, my, oh day. my days! This is crazy. The inner so... Purple, there's so much like despair in my in my heart right now because i have no idea i i still think you can't look past belgium in this one
0: i was gonna hover the mouse over belgium to be honest um Let's i do it. think yeah i think yeah to belgium locked in france croatia
1: I don't think that's a very difficult one. I think France will absolutely run away. Croatia will obviously want to prove them wrong, yeah. But they won't. They won't.
0: No, I don't think. No, I think. I think France won that game. Um, Spain, England.
1: I think England's experience will come through in this game if they make it to this game. If both teams make it to this game, that is. I think England's experience. You know. Spain don't have any Real Madrid players. They have a few Barça players. Mm-hmm. Most of their players are coming from lower down teams than they usually would. And a few, few more Man City players and things like that. Um, but I do think England. Yeah, I think England have enough to to pit the inexperience of Spain. Like Spain, one of Spain's main attack attacking threats is a trial right I Frig off!
0: <laughs> I knew that was going to come up at some stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, um, Mikey said their England have a nightmare run. England really do. But I think that would they would they get to a semi-final or a final, I think that would be massive. I think that would be a really big run for them to have beaten yeah. all those teams. I think it really cements them as one of the best teams in Europe if they do that. Um, yeah. But they need to be convincing. What, what they don't have, really, that they had this year, they had the World Cup was... World Cup, they Tunisia and someone else, and they scraped through against them. And then yeah. they got to the stages. They don't have that luxury. There isn't no. uh, there isn't really a bad team in their group. Yes, Czech Republic aren't great. Yes, Scotland aren't exactly amazing. They're, they'll turn up. It's England. Everybody turns up against England. I so, would like
1: to see England smack Scotland 7 0. But
0: yeah, that's another. That's <laughs> I
1: like Scotland all the same, but they are rubbish. But I do think, I do think England come through this okay. game against Spain.
0: Yeah. Close. It'll be close, but England. England will. Now, Germany, Denmark for me does have the potential for an upset. Um, I I
1: agree.
0: I would. A lot of people people see that, and and they, uh, yeah, as Mikey said, World Cup England lost to anyone decent. That's that's the way it was. But I think Euro. I think this squad now just have something. They beat Belgium in the Nations League. Um, You know, like you know, they they they've beaten big teams since. Um, I know they 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 bottled. They bottled the knockout to the Nations League, but you know they're they're. I think I think they're a far more complete squad now. Yeah,
1: I think you're absolutely right. The World Cup was almost their first ever real test. Yeah, and they showed they got the semi-finals, which isn't easy. It doesn't matter who you play to get the semi-finals of anything is impressive. Mm-hmm. And I think now they've got more experience and more mature heads on them. Um, although in saying that, that like the the England Spain game would be in Baku, you know. Um, which would be not helpful for anyone. Um,
0: this game's in Rome,
1: Germany, Denmark. Um, I I want to back Denmark.
0: I kind of want to put in Denmark just for the underdog story. I I do think. again, I've said it, I think I've said it about eight hundred times this stream, but Denmark have a far better squad than you guys realize. I think, yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize just how good Denmark are. And I think that in a, in a quarterfinal where, let's be real, Germany are used to get the quarterfinals for fun. If, if you're a team that isn't used to quarterfinals and you reach it, there's a, an extra motivation there to keep going. And I could very easily see Denmark getting a 1-0 surprise victory against Germany. And... Get into the semis, and I I, I don't think that's a, an unrealistic guess to be perfectly yeah. honest. Um, Denmark
1: will be thinking, you know, if North Macedonia
0: can do it, we can, yeah, exactly. And that's what and I think when go. I wake up in the morning as well. That's what I think when I wake up in the morning, me too. If North, it's a great morning to have. Let's put yeah. Denmark through, let's yeah, do it. I think so. Let's do it. But I, because I, I think as well, you know. We we talked we spoke about kind of Germany struggling in their not struggling in their group anybody was struggling in that group but just that they would finish third. I think that you know Denmark could cause a wee surprise and I would be all for it. I would love to see it to be perfectly honest. Then we move to the semi-finals, both taking place at Wembley. Yep, Belgium France die. This is where from. I think
1: Belgium crumble
0: well we did we did see we we have seen Belgium kind of crumble before um, you know Hal Robson Cano but uh yeah. I think uh, I do think this French team will have so much confidence yeah um, but they they have been average in World Cup qualifying. Yeah, so Mike just wanted to clarify the four best third place teams go through, yeah. Yeah, they do. And we, Mikey, we choose for our ones, just a recap, we choose Sweden, Switzerland, uh, Germany, Scotland. and... Scotland. Scotland. That's who we choose for our four best third place teams. Yeah. Um, I
1: think France have won the World Cup together. Yep. They play with a slightly higher confidence and competence... The new Belgium team, who have been touted as the golden generation now for almost six years, and haven't ever delivered anything past bronze.
0: Do you think there's going to be a lot of pressure on Belgium because this is going to be the last major tournament? Realistically, they have to with this with this full golden generation, or do you think they will still have that same squad for the 2022 World Cup? I think their squad will be largely similar because it is only next year. It's yeah,
1: true. It, next is it next quarter? Or... Um Is it eighteen no. months?
0: Yes. Interesting. That'll be weird yeah. for the Premier League season and everything. Um yeah, yeah. but yeah, I, I I'm I'm I would go France in that game to be honest. Um I just think they have Belgium have a great have a great midfield. It's a wee bit like the England thing, right? England have got more right backs than I have friends, but um <laughs> Bel- <laughs> Belgium Belgium have like loads of central midfielders and then they've got a couple of dodgy positions. Yeah. You know, you're talking about centre backs, they're not really that they're not especially solid at the back. Yeah. France just seems to have a really complete squad. They do. Um,
1: if, Didier Deschamps so. deserves a lot of credit. He's picked a very complete squad with the really good players everywhere. There are a few players who will feel hard done by, but you're right. Belgium have a whole host of central midfielders who are very good, would make it into most national teams, but then they've got Christian Benteke. You know? <laughs> yeah. Lukaku, we'll go obviously. We'll go Lukaku obviously is good, but I think we should go for friends.
0: And then England-Denmark. For me, because it's at Wembley, because they've already lost the semi-final in the World Cup, I think England would have to win this game. I think it would be a massive achievement for Denmark to even get this far in the first place. But I think, I think, I think England, for me, have to win this game. That's just that's just my opinion. If if this was the semi final, I think England would would win. I think this would be
1: almost the easiest of their knockout games yet. Yep, which is strange. And it would be in the semi finals. I think Denmark will have done really well. And my heart wants me to pick Denmark. My heart wants to choose them because I love them so dearly. But I think England, you look at the Denmark squad and you see the England squad and almost every position, apart from goalkeeper, you have an upgrade in the England squad.
0: Yep. Agreed.
1: And I think if they've both got to this stage, they'll both be confident. They'll both have played well. I think England are
0: probably the... The choice. Yep. How to go with England. I almost
1: just want to stop the stream. No, I do. I, I honestly don't want to pick between France and England because if we pick England, we just look like England fanboys. We pick France, my heart breaks.
0: This, this is the thing. It, it actually did. I couldn't have told you who was going to win. If someone said to me, "Who do you think is going to win the Euros?" My answer every time has been. I don't know. It could be any one of four or five teams. Yeah. Right? So this like knockout system has it put down to France-England, right? My original reaction straight away is the final at Wembley as well. I think it might be. Um, um, yeah, it is. Maybe, yeah, it is. Right? For me, I still think France win this game. And I yeah. think it's because England just have not been at a major final it was 1966 the last time I think it might have been um, probably. probably so these players are not used to playing like international competition finals France won the last one and were they in the final of Portugal 2016 euros as well yeah um so f- these they, these French players have experience um yeah. my my reaction is France. That's my first reaction. Um,
1: it's mine too as well. That's the thing. Like France are solid. They're a really good team. They have a lot of good players and it's hard to look past them, especially for England. Who I think we'll have done incredibly well to get here, but I can't see them going much further.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think, I think for me that means we have predicted that our Euro 2020 winners will be France. Um, I'm going to see what yeah. happens in the next four to five weeks the plan is, as we wrap up the show um, we'll be covering a lot of the Euros content I will be trying to do posts every day for you guys, we're back everything's done, I can focus more on the page, um, tomorrow I will set up a Euro fantasy tape group for everybody to join in um, if you want to do that predictions yourself um, I will also share the link for that Tomorrow, um, should note as to- well, too, that
1: England have just beaten Romania, um, one mm. nil in yeah. the most convincing of performances you'll ever see. And um, too far, they did start James Ward Price, who's not going to be playing, and didn't start Keane. Um so, I think th- those are good signs that their like reserve team is able to do this.
0: As Mikey quite rightly points out, in this simulated Euro tournament that we that we predicted, England have a far tougher run than France. New France face Switzerland and Croatia before they face Belgium. England face Portugal, uh, Spain, and then Denmark. So, Mikey, you're quite right. England's run is probably a lot tougher than France's is. Um, obviously, France yeah. have a really difficult cool group stage. Um, but once they get out of that, then they almost almost having that difficult group means that their knockout games are always going to be easier anyway because they're, they're or it'll certainly be less of a daunting task because they'll already have played teams who are kind of at that level um tomorrow my plan is tomorrow around dinner time i'm going to post up the link to this so you guys can get involved you can send me your predictions let me know what you think and also the fantasy i'll get that set up as well because now that I'm back from exams, I first off feel like I need to apologise because I haven't been doing anything on the page, and it's been a real. It's been really difficult. I'm gonna put a short video up on the Facebook page explaining what the plan is, and um, just to let you guys in the know. But I am gonna work my socks off now on this page. Um, we're gonna give you so much content. I'll be making clips from the show so that you don't have to watch the whole thing if you don't have have the chance to. If you do want to listen, we have the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Um we have just recorded before the show we recorded our intro and outro with bonus content for you listen with you for you podcast listeners. Um maybe in time I'll get the clip on some of those as well so you guys can see what you miss out on if you don't listen to the audio version. There's something extra there for you. Um but look, it's been a real pleasure. I actually had a really good time with this. This was great fun. Something a bit different. Um I loved it. Yeah. My my heart tells
1: me. North Macedonia against Denmark in the final.
0: <laughs> right, look, just Lucas, North Macedonia, Denmark. I'm going to save that for the whenever we're talking about the after Euro final. That video Please will be saved. Right, I can't wait.
1: To cannot wait to celebrate a Danish victory at Euro 2021 with North Macedonia. You know, brilliantly finishing second. Fair play mm-hmm. to them. They've done well to make it to the final, usurping the likes of Belgium and France on the way. Yeah, well done, North Macedonia.
0: But yes, it's been a real pleasure. This was something a bit different. Just want to let you know that we won't be back until next Sunday. We're taking a a break on Wednesday. Um, wow! Just it's been a hectic few weeks for us podcast wise, and uh, I'm a bit tired after uni and everything. And yeah, <laughs> Mikey's, Mikey's back in you. The same yes. Thanks,
1: Mikey. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I think the fans would hate to say it, but they'd love to see it at the same
0: time. Yeah but we'll be back next Sunday. Next Sunday will be our first roundup show of the opening weekend of Fixtures. Um, I am honestly so, so excited. It's going to be class. Um, it's nice that Northern Ireland are the only home nations team from the UK, obviously excluding the Republic of Ireland, not in the Euros, but sure, that's that's another story another time. But yes, thank you so much for joining us, guys. We really, really appreciate it. And we'll see you next Sunday. See Goodbye. you, bye. Bye. And we are back. Welcome, everybody. Wow. We're back. Um, yeah. As you could probably tell from the main we were very, very excited about the Euros. Even from the intro, we were very excited about the Euros. We've been excited about the Euros all night. Um, but with that being said, it is time for me to let you podcast listeners know. I probably will mention this many times, but uh, we will not be doing a podcast this midweek. Um, oh. I know. Big sad. We're taking Wednesday off. Um so we will be back with you. Podcast listeners will probably get your first podcast on Monday morning. Um, the plan will be from now on basically is that for the next four weeks, all of our shows that we do will be all about the Euros. And I'll be back to daily posts on the Facebook page, a combination Yay. of a combination of short videos um and written posts based on if there's a big game on even I might jump on quickly and, and record a quick five minute video just to be like wow what a game um, but apart from that look do you have any plans for this remember it's a full week now we're not just covering a couple of days
1: a full on week um not really just work <laughs> just like nice. work, uh working a good few evenings this week again it's just kind of all go at the moment with work so doing that maybe see a few friends here and there Maybe go home next weekend for a bit, and um, just the standard really, no concrete plans. But then next week heading to the north coast, so don't Ooh. mind having a, you know like a more boring ground out week this week, knowing that I'm heading to the north coast for the full week next week. So, nice. yeah, just preparing and things like that for that. You've got a big week yourself.
0: I do. I start work this week. Wow, the summer, so that will be good. I'm just looking forward to getting a, a routine in properly and not like a uh, sitting in the room all day studying thing it'll be good to get get out um, I'm also getting vaccinated this week so oh, uh, and then my mum and dad have, have decided that there's no better weekend to go away for like a kind of trip than the weekend the Euro start and, and I, I've said to them listen the Euro start this weekend I need to be watching every single game That's so you, you, you better be working the plans around that um we're going to Fermanagh for the weekend. with oh Family. Just to just to get away. I know. I said, Why are we going to the rain capital of the world? Um but <laughs> uh yeah, that should be good. But we will still be able to do a podcast on Sunday because I said to them, This place we're staying up, this house we're in, better have Wi Fi because we have a podcast to record um I need to be there. So they they, they <laughs> okay, stuck I to I can a word
1: fine without you if needs be.
0: Exactly. Look, you're more than capable. You're more than capable, and you can bring on somebody else if uh, if everything goes wrong. If everything goes wrong. You can you can find a, a suitable replacement. Yeah, I'll get Davey um, or something. Uh, something like that. Um, but yes, interesting times. I cannot wait for the Euros. Uh, next time we're speaking to you lot, the Euros will have started. If any questions you'd like us to answer in the intro portion of the show, please do just comment on any of the posts I put up any tweets or, or anything, just send me a question like answered. Um, we're more than happy to answer all questions. Um, and alternatively, there is the email account, statujo0 at gmail.com. If you want to send me an email with your question, please do. I would love to hear from you. But that will do us for today. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. We will see you all in a week's time. Look, I'll see you in a week's time. Maybe I'll maybe see you during the week. Who knows? But for everybody else, I'll see you in a week's time. Look.
1: See you then, Joseph.
0: See you then. Goodbye.